This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So I turn to Neef Campbell, and I'm like, I can see how to do the like squares. How do I get it up on the wall? And she's like, Oh, like you need a projector for that. And it's like, Neef, if you can't teach me how to use PowerPoint, then maybe Robin Tunney can. And that lit a fire. That sort of got her. <laughs> I bet that got her feet moving. If you can, Ooh. if you can imagine, if you can imagine. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. And what up, what up to all of you? What up, what up? Because uh, this is a, a, a show where we talk about Hollywood and we talk about the movies and... Um, and we talk about our experience with those yes, things. Yes, because that's really all we can draw from. And to, to that end, we, we, we talk a lot about how to become successful in this industry and after... 30 some odd episodes that it has actually worked out for a lot of people we hear on our iTunes reviews and in a lot of other places about what the podcast has done for people and the and the success that they've had in the industry having having listened to us which we love because it's why we do it and come on in the water's fine and it's there's plenty for everyone Mm -hmm. if you're any good so when you get Big famous, you're a big hunking deal now. Mm-hmm. And you got a stinking pile of cash, so much just falling out of every orifice, basically. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's great for you. How does it affect your family? Yeah, uh, th- because it's not all roses and cream and strawberries and just blueberries. Hot dog and, buns and, and hamburger barbecue. sandwich. And yes. When you, once you, ascend to the highest levels of the industry because a lot of people once they once they reach famousness they let their their they leave their family stuff behind and then suddenly they look back and their kids have become true fiends mm-hmm. like and that sweeney todd precisely when sweeney todd and became such a bad man we i mean we and because thought- his father was so successful and he was spoiled um, it drove him to being this monstrous barber. Just a terrible barber and just the worst haircuts you could imagine. And so what we want to do is a segment called I Got a Raise. Mm-hmm. And it's true in a few ways because when you have a kid, a beautiful kid, like um, me and Hayes' wonderful brood, uh, Cardigan and um, – uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Teebles and um, Rick, Ricky Rose and um, Lake Bell Davenport. Lake Bell the... Davenport. So a lot of good ones. But anyway, when you have a delicious, wonderful brood, um, you got a raise. I mean, you got rewarded. You got an upgrade in your life because it's mm-hmm. so rewarding to see these little monsters become something learn to use their hand to do a Rubik's Cube. And that's all well and good, but also 
you got to raise. Mm-hmm. You've got to raise You've them. You've got to raise the kids. Mm-hmm. And and how do Sean and I keep our kids from becoming fiends uh, and just have them be normal, like not, not not spoiling them too much so they're just like normal everyday kids. We don't want another Barber of DeVille on our hands. And so I guess – Coop DeVille. For a lot of the, where we're coming from – it's sort of our backgrounds that gave us the ability to to do this. That's how we have always stayed normal in the face of all this. And and, and this even gets into nature versus nurture, you know, yes. because like, hey, and Sean, why are you worried about your kids being fiends? You're such wonderful, rich, uh, um, just beautiful humans uh, with so many great qualities. Won't you pass those down? But a lot of that comes from our rough and tumble backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Sure. You were... A farm orphan. I was a farm orphan, and um, I'd be out, you know, picking corn off and um, feed the goose every day, mm-hmm. and the goose and would the, s- the goose would nip at my bottom, and he'd bite my bottom as hard as he could, and I'd have these big pink bruises all mm-hmm. around my whole rear end and through my overalls and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still have to go out and you feed the goose, and it's part of what makes you tough. Mm-hmm. And being tough is the only way you can get anywhere in this business. And if you're soft, then you just buckle over like a marshmallow getting a gallon of acid poured on it. And I, I've seen the, what you do with uh, Tompkins, your little guy, and how he you make him stack bales the way you, you had to stack bales. I make him stack bales. I got will your big hay machine and you stack them up. And I put them at the top of the barn and I say, find your way down. Because that's what would happen to me is a big storm would blow me into the top of the barn when I was asleep. <laughs> and I'd wake up and how do you, and I'd go, how do I get down? And my pa would go, that's right, how do you get down, you little shit? Mm-hmm. And I'd fucking figure that shit out. And a lot of times I would have to build a ladder or I'd break my collarbone or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um and I still go out to that barn. I can see it from the window of my basement apartment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I'm, I, you know, I made um, uh, uh, Mr. Teeple's uh, friggin' jerk off a horse because we wanted to get another horse pregnant and they weren't mm-hmm. fucking, I don't know if dude's gay, not, I don't care, but I don't know if dude was gay or, <laughs> or just like if like dude didn't think she was hot or whatever, mm-hmm. but she was, she looked good. So I think it's the first one. But anyway, they didn't want it. They wouldn't fucking, he wouldn't get it in. So I just made the dude, uh, little dude, Mr. Teeples, uh, he's uh, my one of my kids. I made him jerk the horse off, put it in a bucket, and then we uh, put the bucket, like, just splashed it on her butt. And I think we're going to have baby horse soon. <laughs> For me, I guess... Uh the way I stay grounded is I think about uh, being raised by firemen. Uh, when my uh, mommy dropped me off at the station when I was a little baby, and she uh, put me with the bravest with the bravest heroes mm-hmm. around, and it is not, because they are heroes, and I do still look up to them. But they could also be very mean, uh, just sort of dicks. Just like a lot of the time. Well, they didn't sign up for this. No. They didn't want a kid. And I totally understand that. Especially one who's smart as a whip and making them look bad at doing all their Sudokus when they turn around. But to 
whenever uh, I they felt like I was sassing off to them to make me uh, taste the hose uh, was at the time something that I thought was sad about my life. But now I realize that it really did make me strong. Infinitely grateful, you know? There's mm-hmm. nothing better they could have done. Mm-hmm. And tasting the hose is something that we do now in my house. And uh, I mean, It would be so easy for you and Brooke mm-hmm. to just give these kids a credit card and a Lamborghini mm-hmm. and a cell phone. Like a, a Ferrari car. Anything. And, and, and just go, oh, go run wild, you know? Mm-hmm. Become like Sweeney Todd. Sure. But instead, having them first get out the hose, drag it to me. It's very mm-hmm. heavy. and But that's how you get these 20 gauges, you know. Yeah. You don't, you don't get these from fucking CrossFit or whatever. You get it from stacking. That's pussy shit. CrossFit which, is pussy which shit. Which I can do it. I can do the obstacles in like 10 seconds. It's not that I can't do it. It's a waste of time. It's pussy shit. You get it in the real world and you actually do something. You drag a hose out. You unscrew the fucking hydrant with your arms. Mm-hmm. You hook in the back. Mm-hmm. And then you let that. Fucker the water blast blasts you. out and you push it back in with your hands. And you get a couple of 20. Listen to these. Listen to these. That's, you hear that? That's the sound of Hayes. And Hayes is slapping on his own muscle right now. Those are my arms. And it's scaring me. And, it's, and if I'm scared, you know you'd be scared because. Listen to that. That's his arm. That's my fucking arm. And it's not even really that close to the mic. If you hear kids doing that, like with the, with they hit their arms like that, it sounds like they're splashing around in the tub. Not our kids. Yeah, it's because it's because they're they got soft marshmallows inside their butt, and you know, not not the one that I poured acid on from before, but just like a, their body is too soft. And if you raise your kids soft. Then the whole country's going to go down. This is why China's kicking our ass. Because they make their kids taste the hose. And there's the question now of all our kids are 16 plus and we've had to go through the uh, the question of, well, is it time when they get old enough, do you get them a Lamborghini car or like a Porsche car? Yeah, or do you buy them a boutique? Mm-hmm. My answer to that is... If you want them to not be spoiled, you send them off to be fighters in the war. Yes, and every single one of our children has gone into the military. And, and now they're, they've been fighters, and it's great for us personally in like meetings and things like that when people are trying to talk about their stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you say, like, oh, well, my kid's a fighter. And it's so great. You know, uh, unfortunately— there are sometimes political conversations in Hollywood and mm-hmm. um, yes. some, uh, you know, guy will be sucking Obama's b-hole in front of me talking mm-hmm. about how good everything is uh, and how, you know, he's got this right, you know, this this liberal reason for blank and I should have to pay taxes because I'm a fucking kajillionaire, you know, blank that and this and that. Mm-hmm. And what I can just do is go... Oh well, I have six little soldiers that shot out of my fucking weeder, dude, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they're over there fighting right now for you to be free to say that. So, pass the salt. 
you better believe they're going to pass it after you say something like that. The idea of keeping the salt for themselves after you talk about your little fighters, better believe you're going to get salt all over your food after you say something like that. And so when you're raising your kids, keep in mind some of these lessons because Hayes, your boys are studs. Uh, yes. Toughest nails. Mm-hmm. And your girls are little women. Yes. They're not girls. They're not posting hashtag selfies. No. Because I had them, put, instead of playing with technology like that, they use their imagination with corn husk dolls. Like we all did. And that brings back memories for me. Of course it would. And we would, well, you know, sometimes we'd have big uh, cookouts at the fire station. And what do you do with the corn husks after you shuck the corn? And that's how you become a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Movies, I'm sorry to say, are not going to be about keyboards and computers in the future. No. They're still going to be about people. And so you take a corn husk doll, you pretend it's a person, maybe you pretend it's your dad or something, and you just punch it as hard as you can. Because mm-hmm. why did he leave you behind the back tire of a fire truck? Exactly. Yeah. Why did, Why weren't you good enough? Why'd he put you in that oil drum and roll the oil drum around? And did he remember you were in there when he threw it in the water? And how'd you get out? Anyway, that's I Gotta Raise. Uh, we have a guest today who, well, Hayes, tell him all about him. We have a great guest today. Anders Holm is here. Uh, you you know him as Durs on Workaholics, but he's also an actor who plays uh, a character on Mimby Project, and he's he's been in movies and uh, and sometimes you'll catch him writing for TV and movies as well. And he's gonna he's gonna come in to talk to the host of Hollywood Handbook coming up very soon on Hollywood Handbook. He looks at me and goes, is that a Ferrari Testarossa? Mm -hmm. And I go, no, it's a Ferrari Testosterone Za. And I pop the trunk and whip out a pizza and and we ate it together on the hood of the car. That's really nice. Yeah. What a nice story. It was really nice and we've been good friends since then. Hey, welcome hey, back to Hollywood Handbook and Insider's Guide to Kicking Button, Dropping Names on the Red Carpet, Lineback Hallways of this industry we call showbiz. We're just very excited to have our, our, our guest here today. Uh, it's, it's Anders Holm is here. You know him from uh, Work of Holics. You, do you want to say what up, what up? No, I just want to say it's, it's great to be here. Okay. That's all. The, you know him from the Mimby Project. Yeah. Will you settle a of course they debate do. for us? Yeah. Uh, we had this conversation with... Jake Johnson and Adam Pally, mm. who are saying that her name is Mindy Kaling. The actress's the, name is Mindy Kaling, Mindy which Kaling. it is. We agree yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah. But the character's name is Mimby. Mimby. I understand it's confusing, but it's like they're on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to tell her how to do her job. Okay. I think it was a big mistake. It's just it's hard to associate the names because they are different you know like yes. on workaholics we did the, we have the exact same names yes you know it's right. a no-brainer yeah yeah so now do you think that her doing that is that a big no-no marketing wise or is it a fail would you call it a fail is it an epic oh that's fail? a hashtag fail for sure wow. um because you mm. know 
the kind of numbers you can get on a network show, uh, think Seinfeld. Yeah. Think the Dana Carvey show. These were huge smash hits mm-hmm. because the name was on point with the character. With the same and the actor. name. And it's nice for you, right? Because you... And Becker. Get, you have the advantage where people can scream your name out to you if you're at a restaurant with your wife or yeah. uh, really anywhere. Well, let's just say... Changing your kid's diaper Nothing in a restroom. Nothing gets the wife a little wet when somebody yes. comes up to my table while we're eating and goes, what's up, Durs? Tight butthole? And I'm like, thank you. Yeah, because you know you're getting lucky. Oh, yeah. And it makes her realize that she's going to have to work a little harder mm-hmm. for a guy to keep a guy like you around because you could oh, just yeah. go, you off could, you could go off with that guy, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. and get pretty much anything you want done Party to yourself. Party till the break of dawn. Got it going on. Mm-hmm. So what happens with Mimby probably is people just go, Mimby, and then she... She doesn't even know to turn around. No, mm-hmm. she doesn't I've been know. with her in public uh, a lot of times, Chateau Marmont. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be at Kate Manalini's, you know, places where we know the food's going to be quality and the crowd's going to be even better. And I'm hearing people say Mimby, and I'm like, hey, they're calling you. That's and she's got to be like, oh, what, Mimi? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I'm not going to hold her hand forever. Yeah. Now, marketing is sort of your background. It's sort of the way you, the, 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 the path you carved into this business. You, 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 Thank you. You studied it in, in school. No, you know, you... I didn't. It just kind of came natural. Mm. Uh, my dad was a salesman. Um, you know, so growing up, it was just kind of uh, it rolled off his back right into my brain. Mm. You know, and as what, the and saying what, goes. What, what did he? What, what did he sell? Mm. Well, he's, he didn't. He he sold himself. Mm-hmm. And mm. so important. You are your product. You have to. You have to in this business and every business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, first and foremost, as a multi hyphenate like I am, mm-hmm. writer, actor, producer, now director, um, and also just. Mentor, mm-hmm. uh, I got yeah. a few few kids I'm working with. You gotta market yourself. What kind of kids? Black ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so important. Very nice. Well, yeah, and they're not even the most important anymore. They definitely were for a while in the mm-hmm. '80s, as we saw with different strokes. And TV TV often reflects uh, that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. art imitates life. You know, you've heard that. You've heard that before? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was always hearing it. Because they sound. Right. So now, uh, you know, I'm I'm into like retro throwback. So I'm trying to, like, that's the only reason I was like, uh, yeah, give me a couple of black ones. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's cyclical and they will come back to be the most important right. kids. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Elton John it. said, circle of life. Yeah. Yes. Enjoy your time in the sun, S- other kids. Spanish, Spanish guys. Spanish this, Spanish that. And they can be everything. on the sun all day. I got to wear SPF 100 or something. So, mm-hmm. And that's an advantage for them that people don't really talk about so much. It's like they have all these problems that everyone's always talking about, but they can be in the sun as much as they want. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm getting a nasty burn. Yeah. yeah. But are you? Am I asking to, like, get into college because of that? As someone who exclusively drives convertibles... I feel like nobody talks about this. No. What are you driving now? I I mean, this is something we do. What are you driving now? Okay. Well, you know what's better? Why don't you guess? And I'll give you a hint. I don't give a fuck about status. All right. All right. Let me think. Uh, Infinity G35 drop top, two door, six cylinder. Uh, Is that written on my shirt somewhere? (laughs) 
How did you do that? No, I, I parked right behind you. I'm driving a shitty ass little Infinity G35 drop top two door. People, you say that, but honestly, it's like, fun. Yeah. It's a, a, it's a beater. It goes. I kick around. It gets you where you yeah. need yeah, to go. I get go. from point A to point B, don't I? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't. Don't shit on me, but uh, I did have a six-month lease on an Audi TT just for fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, I know it's a chick mobile, but uh, it's got pickup, and I could park anywhere. Yeah, it's got pickup. Uh, with you in it, I think everything's got pickup. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Yeah, there's my guy. There's mm-hmm. You you have a little tool that you like to use, uh, sort of a uh, one oh, and a half by. Yeah, uh, this is uh, I call it my Swiss Army life, you know, because it'll it'll save you in any situation. It's a business card, mm-hmm. you know, and now especially in the entertainment industry as a multi hyphenate, business cards are bigger and more ne- necessary than mm-hmm. ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go to a party. Yeah, you can talk someone's ear off and say, I'm a writer. I'm an actor. Guess what? Everyone says that. I whip out a business card. Clearly, I am that. That's mm-hmm. proof positive. Mm-hmm. It's evidence. Right. Because what am I going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get cards made. I'm going to go through all that. If I'm not really an, a writer, actor, producer, director, I don't think so. But how do you – I know a lot of people struggle with making their business cards funny. As a comedian, like what do you do to sort of spice it up so it's not just a normal like a, like a guy in a suit business card who's like carrying a briefcase mm. and he's just like – See, that's – and I'm glad you brought this up because, yeah, everyone's got to make it a little bit funny, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. uh, put a 1-800 or a 1-900 number on there. I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> See, that's all – that's cool. You know, yeah. you're making a little dividends on the, on the back end there. But the joke I do is that it is just a regular business card because then I walk oh. away and they're like, well, where's the joke? Where's the joke? Fuck. It's post-comedy. I'm the joke. It's post-comedy. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. You know? That's- and guess what? They call every time, and the first thing they go is, what's up, man? No joke? And I'm like, yeah. oh And now you're started a conversation. Right. And I, you know, I was so sick of these clever verbal jokes, mm, you know, right, where right, it was right. like some sort of twist on a phrase you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a hologram one where you turn it, and it's uh, the monkey's got his... Uh, Finger in his butt. Sure. And then he's got it up under his nose, and then he's fallen out of the tree. Mm-hmm. And the story it tells and the journey it takes you on lets you know that I am a storyteller mm-hmm. and that I am weaving the old tales. Yes. There's a beginning, middle, and end, mm-hmm. you know. And if you happen to laugh your whole friggin' butt off along the way, uh, don't sue me. Yeah, that's a bonus. That is a yes, bonus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's a, that's a strong move, man. I'm, would you? We'll, we'll talk later about where you got that made, because that's interesting to me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know a, there's a girl on Etsy who does these. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. Local artist. Mm. Sure, yeah. I mean, I live on the east side, so I, I know a lot of artists. Wow. Hey, oh. talk, speak, speak on that. Speak on that, please. Well, what's cool about... The East Side is like, you don't necessarily have to be such an artist, but when you immerse yourself in um, people that think outside of the circle, mm. oh, 
king. Next thing you know, all of a sudden you're thinking outside the circle. You're 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 coming at life with a new perspective. You're not saying oh, man, I feel weird in here because I don't fit in. You feel better everywhere because you don't fit in. Do you believe in energy? And do you believe that you're kind of influenced by the energy that you surround yourself with? I believe in an energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Thank like, you. Yes. Thank you. There, There's definitely an energy as far as there being one energy for everybody. I don't think that's – I just don't think that's real. Williamsburg versus Silver Lake, go. Um, you know what? I'm a Silver Lake dog, you know? I'm Thank a reservoir you. dog. What can I say? Wow. You can find me. <laughs> you can find me at that park quite often. And I don't even have a dog. It's just fun to to see the the little mutts scrap it up and I know a little uh, about dogs myself, so it's fun to go, "Is that a uh, uh, Australian cattle dog?" and they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, well, "Okay." You go, I, I just want, because you use a lot of jargon, I just want to clarify for our listeners, you go to the reservoir to watch dogs poop. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that the, the, the Oh, I, I you thought I was pretty clear. Okay. Okay. Um, business cards. Mm-hmm. They're a business tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put the bus in the nest. We use them so that we're remembered. Mm-hmm. But isn't it true that some of this business is happening digitally now no uh and here's the thing it's not about being remembered okay and i'm I'm laughing because it's like i feel like we've gone over this uh over a few martinis here and there okay but the audience hasn't heard that okay so it's, (laughs) it's not about being remembered it's about being not forgotten mm-hmm. okay it's no. really still the same no, you should have seen me in 2003 at 24 hour fitness you know I, I would wear a, a workout shirt and shorts with no pockets but guess what in the netting of those shorts <laughs> i'd have about 50 60 business cards and i would just leave them at the treadmill uh on the bench from the bench press that i was doing at that time before i ripped my pec putting up 350 that was grounding and pounding Mm-hmm. You know, even in the pool, I'd put one in a little sandwich bag and it'd be floating there and everyone would be like, well, what, oh, there's a bag. What, what, oh, who's this guy? Writer, director. Producer. Intriguing. Yeah. Mm. This is one of those Hollywood stories that I love and you hear things like Thank this. Thank you. But I know that when you first came out here and we're doing that internship, mm-hmm. you actually bought a star map and drew a house for yourself on the star map and then signed it to yourself. And you said... I'm not giving up until this map becomes real. It's a little like people write a check for like Mm -hmm. a billion bucks to themselves. And then they go, well, when I can cash it, like I'm going to be freaking stoked. Yeah. But you'll have a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But then for you, it was more about having a big famous house on a star map. And you know what? I framed that map. Mm -hmm. And guess who I gave it to? My dad. Oh, wow. And then he sold it? Yep. Yeah. But I, I bought it back. He put it on e- eBay and uh, I tracked down the person and I got it back. So all in all, uh, the lesson is keep bobbing and weaving. You know, mm-hmm. my dad, if he had hung on to it, I'd been like, oh, that's okay. I guess you just hang on to things. You don't. You no, keep he moving. Sells. He you could sell. Your dad, just having my conversations with him, he could sell ice to Iceman. Like, mm-hmm. He could just like sell 
fire to pyro the human torch yes Mm -hmm. sure that's another good example Mm -hmm. yeah someone who could make the thing that he's selling as their superpower yeah he could sell them that he made four hundred dollars he could sell you know um ointment to wolverine Mm -hmm. who with his you know superhuman healing ability like when he he was never gonna never need something like ointment do you think he gets chap lips even wolverine logan uh no well, this is the kind of thing we love to nerd out about. Uh, yes. Uh, because these, hypo- these and, comic hypotheticals. Yes. And I'm a nerd. Like, yes, I oh, know. No. I know I'm a 6'3 mesomorph with the with the convertible like my man uh-huh. over here. But, dude, I'm a nerd. I'm a, such a nerd. Don't judge a book by its cover, you guys, because he's a, was as nerdy as we are. You yeah. can be we don't hand- look like nerds either. You We're can be sexy. handsome and be a nerd if you like to read comic books. And, yeah. and I, maybe we didn't always look this good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. I was so awkward. Oh, my God. I was so gangly and awkward. I didn't and lose didn't my virginity until I was 16. And, and my buddies were like, I w- they called me, you know, the Virgin Mary. And I'm like, cut it out. <laughs> So then, uh, you know, I was so pressured. I had to just tackle this one, uh, one heifer down, and you know, she didn't love it, but had to get off my chest, you know. Mm-hmm. And now so I'm a fucking what a sweet childhood story, yeah. and we don't get into this stuff enough mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. We're all people. Mm-hmm. Totally. We're still people. Yeah. And we get bullied, and you learn you you learn to stand up for yourselves, and and we were Facebook friends for years until she killed herself, and like it's just, you know, it's life goes on, you know. And here I am in Hollywood, and maybe I'll make a movie about her or something someday. I don't know. What a nice way to honor your friend. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, Becky. Sure. Why not? Yeah. And and. and and in a way, if she is in a movie, then she never really did kill herself because movies is forever. This mm-hmm. is kind of why I got into them, mm-hmm. you know, because like I die, I get, you know, I do 10 rails of coke, I jump off a balcony, I'm gone. Guess what lives on forever? The Mimby Project. That's Every time right. you turn on the tube, there's a little piece of you and they're saying, hello, I'm still, I'm still yeah. here. Deal with me. Mm-hmm. Should we get into... Our pitch. Yeah, should we play a game of uh, pitch pitch stop? Oh yeah, that's. I guess that's why I'm here. You guys want a little professional opinion? Fire at me, listeners at home. Anders is the best in the beers um, at what's probably the most important part, and that is pitching, selling, mm-hmm. marketing. Mm-hmm. It's in his DNA. Can't argue. We wanted to do a fun game where Hayes and I, who are very good in our own right, <laughs> um, kind of pretend to be stupid dopes like you guys and do what you would do pretend? if you were kind of doing a pitch. Pretend? Okay, you stop right now. <laughs> oh, stop. Stop it. Not, hey, hold on. Oh. Not everyone knows we're joking. <laughs> Dude, your ring. Your thumb ring got me. Ah, uh, fuck. Sorry, dude. I think one of the gems came out. One second. I'm just going to try to find the gem, gem for my thumb ring. Which one was it? Was it the... the was it the... Is this Italian? Amethyst? Uh, Amethyst? No, it was Egyptian Peridot. Uh, it's your birthstone. Yes. Well, it's it symbolizes plentitude. Is that it? That's a different gem. What is that? Oh, no. This is from... What is that? Hey, WTF? Who is this from? Is that from, uh, is that Marley Shelton's, the, the earring she lost? Okay, right, yeah. Mm. She lost, hit. yeah, right. You punched it off her head. <laughs> he was doing a, fl- he was trying to make her flinch. 
and just grazed the earring. And she did it like like she didn't like pull back. Right. Like you know when yeah. I do this, like you back off because yeah. my fizz is about to be there. I'm gonna bring flinching yeah. back, just like in public, like in line, like uh, sorry, dude, I'm blowing up. Let me take this. Was it? Just getting a text. Got a text D. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, anyway. Um, I'm trying to bring uh, bring flinching back. Like if you're standing mm-hmm. in line at Starbucks, or not that I go to Starbucks, I usually go to like Intelligentsia. Uh, the coffee's just way better. Have you been there? Oh yeah, they uh, they roast it there. They oh right. it's roasted. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Yes, no. We're uh, telling we, everyone. We all know. No, it's for the peop for the people who don't know. Yeah. Uh, go get them, Tiger. Have you been to that coffee place? What a fun name. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Because like, it's like that's what I need my coffee for to go get them, Tiger. Mm-hmm. Tiger in your belly. So I'm going to start making people flinch in public, you know? <laughs> and then just be like, I'm kidding. You know the podcast. Two for flinching. <laughs> Two for flinching. Then I'll buy them coffee because I can. Yeah, I'm, money. <laughs> so let's pitch. Pitch, bitch. Pitch stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's going to stop us. Whenever we pretend to make a mistake. Whenever we've made a mistake that we wouldn't actually make because we know what when it is. When we make too. a mistake on purpose, he's going to catch us making it as uh, intentionally. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So, we've all been to the grocery store. You go to buy vegetables. Carrots and zucchinis are vegetables. Potatoes. Mm-hmm. You go to buy milk. Frozen food. You could eat that. Mm-hmm. Heat it up if you eat it. Maybe you have a sample while you're there. Mm. You buy your food. You leave. Bags. But, you know, bring your own. Mm-hmm. But what if when the lights go out, all the food was a real guy? And some of it is friends, but some of it is fighting. Okay. I mean, honestly, guys, that was pretty good. Just say pitch stop when you want to. Uh, pitch stop. Um, but I, I, I only am stopping it because I think that's pretty good. Okay. Um, okay, we agree. Do yeah. we want to do that one? Yeah, I yeah. say let's. I mean, can we delete the that part from them? We can. We can take that. I know guys at Paramount that we can take that too. Yes, Brett knows that whenever we make an exclusive deal, that so it, let's. It, that hey, Brett, let's strike that one the from the and that, that, so that from your memory, Brett. That's called food fight. That's a new Pixar film. It's sort mm-hmm. of a war among the food, mm-hmm. and there'll um, be some sort of so racial any, stuff. Anyway, too. fucking psych. That was garbage, and here's why. <laughs> Okay, didn't want to get your hopes up, but let's just say that was the flinch I'm talking about. A mental flinch. Oh, God. You guys are pitching a story. I just inhaled a full pretzel rod. That's what I do, Sean. So so you guys were pitching a story. With Why? Um... Oh, uh, well, to give, so people can have fun watching the movie. And for kids. My kids love this kind Shut of stuff. Shut the fuck up. Here's the deal. When you go into a pitch with a big wig, you know, which I consider the only people you should be talking to, the people that can greenlight your project, you don't pitch the story. Who the fuck cares? You pitch mm. the marketing campaign Mm. okay because then guess what you're saving them the legwork Mm. and they don't care about your story you know what they care about the bottom line okay so start over and pitch me the marketing campaign because guess what uh steven spielberg jurassic park one of the masters Mm -hmm. you know how that got started right 
Sure. It, it was a... It was a book, a book about, about a dinosaur island. See, that's what they tell people like you, fuck. I'm like, okay. So, wow. Here we go. 101. What had happened was Spielberg goes into Universal. He says, guys, McDonald's toys are blowing my mind. My kids got to have them. Let's do dinosaurs. And they're like, well, we're not McDonald's. He said, shut the fuck up and listen. Make a movie about dinosaurs so my kid and everyone else's kid can buy McDonald's Happy Meals. Mm-hmm. Get the toy, be happy, mommy happy, daddy happy. Hamburger it's a sandwich. family affair. Mm-hmm. Okay? Guess what they did? They dug in the crates. They found a fucking dumb book called Jurassic Park. What is it? Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. It became a marketing campaign that changed movies forever. And if and what people remember about that movie now is owning a toy, mm-hmm. and no one's heard of that stupid book. And the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors, McDonald's toys, Ford Explorers, wrapped in cool zebra-style camouflage, Jeep Wranglers, uh, like a, 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 an army green-red combination, still have the mm-hmm. toy. And guess what? They're making another movie. You think they're going to market it a little bit? Yeah. Just a little bit. What, yes, what I were think you, they will. What were you going to call us before when you said that's what they tell you fuck, fucking beasts? Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Because I think that you guys are beasts. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're story beasts. We know that. That's well documented. You guys got the goods. You can mm-hmm. tell a tale, beginning, middle, and end on his business card, circling back. Anyway, I think you guys can be marketing beasts. Okay, we that's can just try. me. Okay. That's just me. Well, let's let's try again. Let's try. I'm only a, a writer, one. actor, producer, director in an industry that it's almost impossible to do all four of those things. But that's just me. Fresh one, clean slate. We're just coming at you totally with a new thing. It's a different meeting. You're Drop maybe a even a different Drop a guy, load, man. I'm the same guy. <clears throat> we we didn't wait. <laughs> Operation Dumbo didn't drop on us. We dropped on Operation Dumbo. Drop. And that's why Ray Liotta's coming back, baby. And pitch pause. Pitch pause. Don't stop. I like it. You're talking about a lot of things that are marketable. This is a, uh, this is a, this is a property that existed. It's got fans attached. I know. Ray Liotta. I know. Is poised for something large. You're missing one thing, the brand. Mm. Just give me the brand. Soft pitch it. Pitch resume. Well, the brand, Russell Brand? Oh, my God. He's going to be in it, too. Okay. And he's Ray's friend. And the two of them, Mm -hmm. they find this elephant. And uh, But he is also a toy that you can eat. Eat. Denny's eat McDonald's. Yes, I'm saying at Den- you you go to Denny's and you eat this toy. Okay, now I'm listening. You eat Denny's, so it's it, what's and the, the the elephant's name could be Grand Slam. Uh, it could Ooh. be Southern Slam. It could be Indian Slam because elephants are from India. We've mm-hmm. got the elephant meal. Do you see? Like it's just pouring out of me all yes. of a sudden. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the main thing is to get the person you're pitching to excited enough. That they do most of the movie. 
Now you get it. Yes. Mm. Now you get it. That's helpful. Because so many people think, number one, they're there to pitch an idea they have. <laughs> oh, man. Number two. A lot of people do think that. That if the pitch is successful, that then they go make the movie. Mm-hmm. New. No. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. You're not going to make it uh, alive in Burbank with that kind of thought process. Sorry. Um, would it be fun for you to do to now pitch us and just do a perfect one? Yeah, I know I could do that. Okay, um, just, I'm just gonna you know spitball one. Subway and NASCAR. You're the first ever car race that goes through the subways of New York City. And That's it the movie. says Subway on your car, like well, Subway yeah, Sandwich. So subway Sandwich. I mean, yeah, it's a play on yes. words, like many sitcom titles. Um, but, you know, this is, so this is, you have Subway Sandwiches, you got the food, you got the Olympics. If we can get, if we can, you know, fast track this puppy to before Rio, all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're, we're airing commercials. We can integrate. Nastia Lukin can be in a commercial. She could be in the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm doing? Yeah. What I'm doing is I'm pulling from different uh, demos, different brackets of entertainment and even sports because that's entertainment you know and immediately you're making hot wheels cars you can mm-hmm. sell like a jerk off calendar with Boom. pictures of the fucking babes nasia lukin and you know nasia lukin she's so now she's in, in a jerk off calendar that's a billion bucks right poses. there for one day in new york city you replace all the trains with cars that are on the tracks people go down to the subway to go to work a car shows up and you can drive it yourself i think yeah, sure. We'll have the we'll have the stars of the movie. We can get you know Ray Liotta because I was I'm feeling that. We can mm-hmm. get him back in the mix. Yeah, uh, we can get the Hemsworth brothers to be the stars. Mm-hmm. They're in the cars. You want to go to the office? You can't. What do you remember? The subway car. What movie do you see? Subwayium. You know, it's like Elysium, which I think didn't get a Big proper. Hit. It didn't get a proper. Uh, launch, you know, mm. nobody, nobody reached out to me and I regret that, mm-hmm. but this is what I do. A NASCAR. What would you the have done with Elysium? I'm serious too. What How would you, you have, have done with Elysium? Elysium? Yeah. Well, besides starring it, direct it and write it anyway, uh, produce it. I guess, uh, <clears throat> I'm a huge Damon guy, you know, um, I think he continues to bring a lot to the table and contribute to the arts in ways that people don't appreciate. Um, and look at Ben. Ben's Ben's back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I talk to him on, on a not so regular basis, but you know, it's uh, it's fun to see him finally figure it out. Um, you must feel like it's seeing your little brother finally, you know, get his bike going. Yeah, it's it's like like one of my little black kids made a made a, mm-hmm. a big movie, and I'm like, look at you go, look mm-hmm. at you go. Um, but Elysium, uh, the title's perfect. You know, it kind of says it all. Uh, you get it right out of the gate. You I want guess, to see that, yeah. right? Or and if let's say you're one of the you're one of the few people that don't know what it means, let's do all black billboards that just say Elysium in like a lighter black, Ooh, so you can kind of see it, but and it's maybe almost you, invisible, right? And you don't know what it means, so you're like. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I guess I'll spend thirteen dollars to go see that because I want mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. what is the answer to the question that plagues me every day. It's almost Tim Burton esque in its use of black shades and spooky yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, 
I mean, that, is that the is that the Tisch School uh, yes, coming out of you? Is that you. What that is? Yes, I went to. He uh, loves when people recognize that about him. I went to art school for movies and uh, and plays. Yeah, and uh, and I'm self-taught in, in the big mm-hmm. and sometimes city of it's New York. <laughs> helpful and sometimes it's not. If you make it oh, New York, New York. It, oh, it's so how great is New York? What's the first place you stop when you touch down in New York? Uh, the airport. Okay, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> uh. <laughs> No, but seriously. Uh, not much of a choice there. I mean, it is. <laughs> I was only half joking. It is. What the, the fuck? <laughs> and I don't fucker. fuck with LaGuardia, man. I'm, I'm JFK. Oh, oh no. God. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Brett, give me a fucking towel, man. I got to clean this shit up. <laughs> this motherfucker. Man. The fucking airport. Holy shit. Uh, uh, yeah. It's good to be here, man. It's good to be back. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. We only have one question from the popcorn gallery. Oh, well. I guess, I guess we could ask. Do we reach in there then? Yeah, I guess we should reach in there. Uh, what is it, though? The, the segment. Okay. Oh, right. I forgot. Um, there's, we do a segment on this show called the Popcorn Gallery. Okay. What does that mean, you're saying? You know, you're mad, and, and I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. One thing that people can do to learn is there's something called the Socrates method, and it's from asking questions that you get answers for learning. Mm-hmm. So, so the way we can explain this is maybe asking ourselves questions and then answering what the segment is. But so doing the Socrates method, what's... Um, something that people go to see at a theater. I'm sorry, I was checking a text. What was it? What's something what's you think? This is worth it. Just if you okay. can just pay attention for what's this an one Ele- second. What's just, an Elysium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's an Elysium and where did you see that? Where could yes. you go? I mean, I only go to uh, the Directors Guild Theater to see movies. And movies! Movies! That's the, the word. Well, okay. Because, uh, uh, newsflash, we don't shoot on film anymore, people. Okay? No. Unless you're mm. trying to, uh, what, put a dent in the, in, the, in the studio's budget. I mean, come on. We make, put di- that we make CGI diggies cats. now. Dig- yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dolby digs. I'm digging it. Yes. So... You're do so you go to see a movies and you don't want to have nothing in your hands the whole time. Sure. You want to hold something, maybe eat it. What would you get? Swedish fish. Hmm. Did not anticipate that. Well Scandinavian. So it's just kind of What if you didn't want sweets? What if you you just were sick of sugar? Sure, something salty? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, probably bringing a bag of Doritos. Oh, you're not allowed. But you got to caught. That, but you got caught. That's against yeah. the rules. And also, that's where a lot of the movies <laughs> theaters make their money is actually in the snacks. Bro, I don't get caught. But for the I'll sake go, of I'll go along with this fucking fantasy yours. and just as an your actor. conscience got the better of you. you, you turned it in. I get some buttered popcorn. Yes, yes. Okay, so, so. We do a podcast about movies and people that ask questions. That's not the peanut gallery because the peanut gallery is not, uh, you know, movies. Sure. But it is the popcorn gallery. Is the peanut gallery, it's for like baseball? 
Yes, that's for a different podcast. That's, that's for a different podcast. That's Peanuts for and Sklarborough. Or about Georgia. That's and the like Sklarborough Jimmy brothers. Carter. Uh-huh. Yes, that's yes, George Washington Carver. Mm-hmm. So. Stoplight. Let's reach in the bag and get the question, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Business card. It's got a one nine hundred number. <laughs> That's a sound drop that my friend Mark made for us. That's Amazing so that perfect Mark for the situation. Record something yeah. that is that is a, 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 a almost a callback to something that we were doing earlier. How is that bitch? in a way, Mark? Yeah, not, not good. No, <laughs> was he ever? Uh, he was better he was than he is now, for sure. He's no, he wasn't great, but he's not. He's really doing. I still have that dude's Hermes belt. Mm. He actually could, he could really use, use that, that right yeah. now. Although if, I've been trying to keep belts away from him. If you could find a way I read you. to make that belt so it's not low weight-bearing, mm. but also so that he could resell it. Fray the edges or something, sure, yeah. And then, sure. uh, uh, but try not to decrease the value too much. He could use some cash on hand. Nah. I'm not going to scrap Hermes belt, man. Please don't. That gets uh, me into clubs. Do it enough to... Okay, yeah. Well, if you're not giving it back, then it's not even worth talking about. Yeah. But he could use something. This is a question from Greggy. Mr. Holm, do you put your pants on one leg at a time in the morning? And this is an actually really useful question for, I think, uh, the, the Is that a serious there. question? Uh, he doesn't say. It's tough to say with Greggy. Mm-hmm. Well... First of all, I don't get up till afternoon, so I guess the answer is no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of a night hawk. Are you more creative at night? Uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. That's when my juices are flowing. When everyone, when all the, when the kids are down mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It's, it's like that's me time and I just go out to the shed. Yeah. And I, I face that blank page head on. Yeah. I call it chopping wood because paper, you know, was trees. So I'm like, yes. chopping wood, mm-hmm. man. Chop wood, another carry page, water. Another page, I'm chopping wood. Mm-hmm. Chop wood, carry water. Mm-hmm. It's that on that Paul Bunyan tip. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And babe. Mm-hmm. You guys watching Fargo? Oh, uh, are we ever? Oh, we're really oh watching it. Oh, my God. Really well done. So, so well done. Really just threads the needle of hitting this great tone that is dark, but funny. Yeah, I'll tell Billy Bob you from from you. Please do, mm-hmm. and tell him that um, I have one small note, which is if only they could kind of repeat the information in the show. I know. I've I've given him the exact same note. That's crazy. I, I don't want to gang up on them, but I will tell him hi from you. They tell yeah. They tell us twice. Sometimes three times. Yeah. But why don't you tell me four or five times what's going on with these people? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway, but it, don't, other than don't that, tw- if it if it ain't a bad show, yeah, don't don't note it. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. Exposition sets you free. Yes. You know, because mm-hmm. then, uh, when, mm-hmm. well, oh my god, mm-hmm. I, I went and saw uh, this film, film, and I say film because fuck this movie. I don't. I don't like swearing all the time on your on your on your your show. But no, un- we deserve it. Under the skin, 
What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish I had popcorn for that piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, what's happening? You see your cans. That's great. But then you see a bunch of dudes rock hard dicks, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Come on, man. Not fair. I uh-huh. wanted to see skin, hence the title of the movie. That's They mismarketed. Uh-huh. Under the skin, I'm like, okay. What's under the skin? Great, I'll see skin, yeah. But like, An fuck. exposition would have. She just drives around picking up these cool dudes who are just trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. Kills them. Woof. Exposition would set you free there. Really I mean, like, let me know what if the whole, in that case. What if the whole, let's say the movie's 90 minutes. What if the first Ugh. 85 minutes was just people saying, that lady's an alien who's going to kill somebody if they have sex. Hello? And then maybe we see that. But if it happens, then while they're doing it, she should go, I'm an alien. I'm going to kill you right after this. And he should be going like, you look like a hot babe to me. And that's why I wanted to have sex with you. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to get killed by you, the alien. And now I can enjoy it. And explaining how to get hard. Like when these guys are like getting rock hard. Hello? Even like how that works. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would be interested to know that. That could be very helpful to some of what's been going on for me. Because what? Your, your dick just gets hard? I don't think so. There's, no, there's science and I all mean, kinds of biology. There must be some trick. The human brain is, is the original computer. And I, I will say this till I die. The, the way that it sends messages in the blink of an eye, literally. Yes. yes. Literally. Yes. In the blink of an eye. To, to everywhere around your body, it's synapses firing, blood pump, your heart. It, I don't know. How does your dick get engorged? Increase in size and, uh, you know, create life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This could have been a perfect opportunity to see a little skin and learn something I'd new. I'd see that movie for sure. I'd pay whatever it costs now. Like, it's, uh, well, I go to Gold Cinema yeah, in Pasadena. Movies are, yeah. Yeah. Where you can eat a nice with a, meal. With a club while card, you. I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and a big comfy velvet couch. Oh, yeah. And, and you know and what? You can smell everyone else's food, too. Oh, which well, the wife and I, we like to, uh, we get two separate couches. <laughs> oh, baby. Because I'm like, get off of me. I'm trying to watch this film. Mm. And you sit you next to her at home. You guys didn't even catch my joke. I said, film. Okay. I mean, keep up. Because fuck that movie. Yeah, because fuck that movie. I'm sorry we missed your joke, Anders. Thank you so much for coming over and hanging. Now, is there anything you have coming up you want to plug for us? Uh, well, Workahol 6 is back and uh, bigger than ever in the new year. So look out for that come January. Mm. Pretty, pretty unattached to uh, things till then. Mm. Yeah, right. But I'm doing a bunch of uh, tries, you know, Malibu try coming up this summer. Just got back in gear for that. Got to get a new wetsuit. What, what's your leg in that? What's your strongest leg? I know, just, you know, for them. I don't want to sound like a pervert, but uh, I got all three legs, and I'm not talking about my dick. <laughs> okay, but you if know? you're built, if you are built like some of the gentlemen in this room right now, <laughs> it is it is like having three legs. Uh oh, and that's that comes back to the challenge of how to get something like that. Uh huh. You do kind to, of have like a young Ed Bagley <laughs> Jr. Thing. Big. How do you make it? Yes. How does it get bigger? It's already. Yeah. I can forward you a link with the URL. 
Would because you? Because it seems yeah. like all the sort of material's been used up in yes. some ways. And so... You need blood to use in your body as well. Yes. So where's it coming so from? Are you going to pass out or should you just sort of wrangle it or tape a yardstick to it or something? To both sides. Yes, because currently whatever's going on is not working. <laughs> yeah. So, um, please uh, rate us on iTunes, <laughs> um, uh, comment on the forums, uh, like us on Facebook, uh, Jeffrey, email Hayes. Uh, Jeffrey Parties bought the pro version this week. Can I just say it's so refreshing to hear this kind of chatter on podcast. I, I just, I get inundated. I'm like, you got to listen to this podcast. And I do because I'm a nice guy, but... Well, people are obsessed one with of comedy now and like just like getting in the podcast to do like their big joke or whatever and uh, not really talking about real stories and real people and what it's like to, but, I mean, to so, yes, actually so do the So much job. of podcast culture is the secret raw side. comedic content mm-hmm. and just really well thought out structured ideas and you're never just hearing people really talk about sit their down and have a real, lives, have a real conversation lives, for business, which is one and the same. But you know, back to you saying people are always talking about jokes. You know, it's funny. Most homeless people, ex-class yes. clowns, now they're on the street. That's great. Tell jokes. You know what I am? I'm a business man, mm-hmm. Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's just. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yes, uh, to me, uh. to me, only two things are interesting. People, real people. Mm-hmm. Like at and the core. Yes. yes. And money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't really care about people. Speaking of money, Jeffrey Parties bought the pro version. He bought the pro version, which he spent a lot on. And as a favor, Jeffrey Parties, uh, Anders is going to describe a business card to you that you could maybe use to get ahead. Yeah. Okay. Jeffrey Parties is it last name Parties? Because right then and there, I'm like, this guy's a good time. So my idea for a business card isn't a fucking business card. It's a fucking party popper with your name and phone number, email, etc. wrapped around it. So when you say, "Hey man, I'm Jeffrey Parties," you pass them a party popper. They pull the string on the confetti. Little tiny headshots. You're welcome. Fuck off. Give me a little bit of your money when you get rich and famous. Bye. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.